0: Lori, Rob Glock. I still think that name just sounds like a badass, Rob. I am Rob Glock, love it. Sister Lisa. Reverb, incredible. I like that, it's kinda neat. Did you hear that? That was some fancy high-tech shit. David, glad to have you buddy. Hi, Sister Kathy, Sister Lisa, hey Ken, glad you're here, brother. I am a badass, I agree, I absolutely do. I agree, you're a badass. Ain't that the truth. Hope everybody can hear me okay. Let's see if we can kick this up just a little bit. Too many dials, there we go. Hi, Linda, glad you're here, sweetheart. Haven't seen you in a little while. Brother Mark, always a pleasure, buddy. Good evening to you. Yeah, got Mark on both. Holy Toledo, you're double dipping. Brother Ryan, glad you're here, buddy. Good article you sent me, that video. Yeah, it was pretty good. Incredible shit happening in the world today, isn't it? And I think we're just gonna lay down and take it. They're scared, trust me. Don't think for two seconds that they're not. They're shitting themselves trying to figure out how they're going to accomplish their objectives without so, massive dead bodies. Yeah. We need to stop self censoring, self muzzling. We're going to say what's on our minds. If they don't like it. Piss off. Lori, glad you're here. Awesome, all the electronic equipment is working good tonight. That's a freaking brother Dave. Hope everything's doing good. Thanks for that advice you gave me too on that AC stuff, man, I really appreciate that. Brother David Gwillen, glad you're here, buddy. Yeah. Hi Jim, glad you're here. Troy, how are things on the East Coast, buddy? Spread all over the place. Arizona, New York. Yeah, I appreciate it. JR, about time you're on time for Pete's stinking sake. Already start handing out tardy notices, but it's that cheesecake that keeps you in my good graces. (laughs) And it is some kick ass cheesecake. I'm here to tell you. You ever get the feeling our world has become a zoo with monkeys in it, just flinging shit? I use that term all the time. I think it's an awesome term, but it's exactly what it's like. They just keep flinging shit, seeing Little Stick. Unbelievable. Nailgun Senior is in the house along with the rest of the family, I'm sure. Hello to everybody. The Nailgun household. Nailgun Junior. Nailgun Mom. <laughs> I hope I told you that story about how we got that nickname for him. It's awesome. Old school. That's what that is. That is old school. Lots of headlines, but we're going to skip right past that. You know, we need to focus on the good things. Brother Glenn. You're still in Michigan? Good, I'm glad you're not. Carrie, glad you're here. I'm sure uh, Mr. Brunson is close by. I would assume, I would wager, I'll bet you two are never too far apart. I love seeing people in love, that is magic. North Carolina, love it. See, people all over the world. Gotta love that. One of my YouTube videos, somebody must have been pining in, I think it was from Great Britain or something, on one of the YouTube videos, and they commented, they were, like, insulted because I was showing what they referred to as this great big gun. It was an AR-15 in the video. It was my bug-out bag video. And, uh, I was like, big gun? Shit, that's one of my little guns, for Pete's sake. She just, boy, you should have seen the people on that video light into, I couldn't tell if it was a guy or a girl, I couldn't tell by their stage name their username but they were all put off i'm thinking you pussies you gave up your guns freaking decades ago no wonder you're sucking ass to every fucking buddy that wants to come into your country and kick you around you pussies bunch of wankers Corey, glad you're here buddy Brother Corey has joined the group glad to see it good to see you today too glenn seriously you're still at work come on come on don't believe it we're gonna start out with something it's called timeless wisdom Um, it's based on some writings and theology from George Washington who deemed religion and morality essential to political prosperity so George Washington said something that many modern-day Americans would find nonsensical by all senses, and he did so not in some private document, but in perhaps the most public statement of his entire career, his farewell address, published just prior to the end of his presidency. This is what he said Of all the dispositions and habits which lead to political prosperity, religion and morality are indispensable supports. In vain would that man claim. The tribute of patriotism, who should labor to subvert these great pillars of human happiness, these firmest props of the duties of men and citizens, a volume could not trace all their connections with private and public felicity. So according to George Washington, it was impossible for an American to claim they were a patriot if they should labor to subvert these great pillars of human happiness, namely religion and morality. He provided two reasons for his claim. First, where's the security of property for reputation, for life, if the sense of religious obligation desert the oaths which are the instruments of investigation in courts of justice? Washington was referring to oaths taken by citizens, took in courts of law, or when they assumed various public offices. And, and, and we've all been there. Anybody that's held public office, uh, our police officers, anybody that is elected into a public office takes an oath and what george washington was basically saying as you will see as i go through this segment of the live feed is that people are not even at the beginning of trustworthy that they are unworthy of fulfilling their oath such oaths invoked god as a witness to the truthfulness of the claim that's being made whether it was with respect to evidence and testimony or to the rectitude of one's intentions in assuming public office which as you look around this nation today I I, I think all of us can see that George Washington was absolutely correct look at the utter disgrace that has been brought on this nation the good people of this nation by those elected for their failure To uphold the oaths of office because they have no morality and they have no patriotism okay no morality no nothing these are pigs they're as good as dogs no testimony of any kind could be accepted in court without an oath for if the witness or expert were lying they were also calling God a liar and thus ensuring they would be cursed in the afterlife something unimaginable for the genuinely religious person whether real or imagined folks, an anecdote from democracy in America while I was in America, this is what he wrote: while I was in America, a witness attended a court in the county of Chester, which is the state of New York now, and declared his disbelief in the existence of God and the immorality of the soul, immortality of the soul. I'm sorry. the judge refused to accept his oath, given that the witness had destroyed in advance. Any Confidence in his testimony newspapers that reported the fact reported it without comment So why would an American judge consider belief in God essential to an oath for the same reasons cited by William Blackstone the English jurist most often cited by the founders the belief of a future state of rewards and punishments the entertaining just ideas of the moral attributes of the supreme being and a firm persuasion that he superintends and will finally compensate every action in human life, both good and bad, all which are clearly revealed in the doctrines and forcibly inculcated in the precepts of our Savior Christ. These are the grand foundations of all judicial oaths, which call God to witness the truth of those facts, which perhaps may be only known to him and the party attesting to those facts. All moral evidence, therefore, all confidence in human veracity must be weakened by irreligion and overthrown by total infidelity. This was closely connected with the second reason Washington offered in his farewell address to support his position. Let us with caution indulge the supposition that morality can be maintained without religion. In other words, let's try and imagine it, okay? Let's just try and imagine... That morality can be maintained without religion look around the world today folks okay God is dead that is what they would have you believe And the new God is the state okay they're the the mommy and daddy they're the God and all things emanate from them that is what they would have you believe that's communism that is good versus evil folks that is the world we're living in whatever may be conceded to the influence of refined education on minds of peculiar structure Reason and experience both forbid us to expect that national morality can prevail in exclusion of religious principle. You can look back through history, folks. The fall of the Roman Empire, various historians and statements attributed the downfall of the Roman Republic to the decline in religious belief and the accompanying unraveling of morality. That is a historical fact that is written time and time again including the writings of flavius josephus if you've never read the writings of flavius josephus i strongly recommend you do it is incredible reading as i frequently observe, observed the founders were among the best read generations in history among the topics they were most familiar with was history especially greek and roman history greek historians like polybius ascribed the rise of the roman state to among other reasons the gravity with which they treated oaths judicial and otherwise as divine obligations roman statesmen like cicero made the same observation centuries later such beliefs held the roman state together and reinforced the mutual confidence romans had in one another that is the breakdown in america today folks i've asked this question before and i'll ask it again for anybody that believes in the existence of a creator once you remove god from our public schools yahweh once you remove him and any of his doctrines or precepts from the public school why would you continue to send your child there i've said this before and i've said it for years long before we have found ourselves in this precarious predicament as a nation And that is that to send your children to school is to feed them into the mouth of Satan. Because that's exactly what it is. There has been a long-term war being waged for the hearts and minds of our children. I've read this before too. We could go back to, and I've read this several times. I'm going to read it again. Because anybody that's missed this, or for anybody that's not paying attention to the words I'm reading, or what I'm saying folks, it's very important that you grasp the reality That such evil does exist in this world and it is intentional it is not unintentional it is not an afterthought it is a well-planned diabolical evil plan that is being implemented with great intention this is what bertrand russell said and i'm going to read this again okay i'm going to beat that dead horse scientific societies are as yet in their infancy okay this was written back in the 30s It is to be expected that advances in physiology and psychology will give governments much more control over individual mentality than they now have even in totalitarian countries. Think about that statement for a second, folks. Fiji laid it down that education should aim at destroying free will. Remember when I told you that all the people's names that you know that you believe forged this nation? Well, guess what? They're not the ones that forged this nation. The individuals hiding in the background, okay, wanting, insisting to remain anonymous, are the individuals that have forged this nation. They are the ones that have brought us to this very point in history. People just like Bertrand Russell, who was very influential, an atheist communist, okay, He is one of the individuals that is directly responsible for developing the current educational system we use here in the United States. If you ever watch that video out there, that documentary called Kids Aren't Cars, you should watch it. If it's even still up, they probably took it down because it's just filled with truth. So this is what he goes on to write. And I'm going to read that part again. Fiji laid down that education should aim at destroying free will. So that after pupils have left school, they shall be incapable throughout the rest of their lives of thinking or acting otherwise than as their schoolmasters would have wished. Diet, injections, and injunctions will combine from a very early age to produce the sort of character and the sort of beliefs that the authorities consider desirable. And any serious criticism of the powers that be will become psychologically impossible. Think about that, folks. This is an intentional demolition of our society by evil sons of bitches that don't give a flying fuck whether you live or die. So anybody out there, share this video. Please, they can look this stuff up, you know i've said this before you probably it's it's probably a complete fucking waste of time okay because i have tried several times to have an intelligent conversation with people no name calling no rhetoric okay no bullshit just stay calm let them call you names don't engage in that third grade bullshit okay it is fucking impossible these people are damaged psychologically physically Mentally, spiritually, these people are freaking damaged beyond repair. You're better off to just walk up and throat punch these son of a bitches as to try and have a fucking conversation with them. Okay, it is that freaking diabolically segregated. Okay, they tried to segregate us through race, through income, through sex, through through global warming. They are going to use anything they can to divide us, and it's all perpetrated it is all inflicted upon the minds of our children through public fucking schools there is no way anybody with a clear mind should be sending their children any longer to public schools especially now when everything I've been saying for years is coming to fruition likewise various ancient historians and statesmen ascribed the downfall of the roman republic to the decline in re- religious belief and the concomitant unraveling of morality even in pre-christian days they considered religion and morality and indissolubly connected because of the reality of an afterlife of rewards and punishments for the actions of this life You may elude man's justice, but you could never, ever elude God's justice. And this serves as a powerful bridle on the worst of human passions. Look at what's happening today, folks. If you can destroy the fact that there is any accountability after this life, that you are just going to vanish into oblivion and become dust in the earth, that there's nothing afterwards, you answer to nobody. And you can go through this life with reckless abandon answerable to nobody that is what's happening again imagined or real is irrelevant whether god is true whether he's untrue the fact that lack of belief leads to exactly what we're seeing in society today belief in god and what the founders often referred to as a future state in which we would dispense rewards and punishments for one's conduct in life was the cornerstone of their beliefs on the necessity of religion to a free society whether they were very religious like benjamin rush or less religious like thomas jefferson all of them were agreed on this point they would all say with john adams some form of the following religion i told i hold to be essential to morals i never read of an irreligious character in greek or roman history nor in any other history nor have i known one in life who is not a rascal name one if you can living or dead but this is what's taking place folks this has been a slow deterioration since the freaking hippie movement of the 1960s do what thou wilt do whatever feels good that's the mantra of today I'm going to go through some things. I've talked about this before and I'm going to talk about it again. We talk about the fact that the United States is one of the most powerful nations in the world, if not the most powerful nation in the world, okay? We wield our power around the world. We have military bases in all countries. And those that we don't have them in are scared shitless that we're going to come in and kick their freaking ass anyway. They might act like they're not, but they are. So we impose our will upon the entire world. That makes us a superpower. But of all the great nations that have existed throughout history in the world, one that is never mentioned in the Bible is America. Not by any name. There are lots of names for other nations that have existed throughout history that have biblical names that have now uh changed in turkey all these nations all had biblical names all have changed over over time okay excluding egypt of course and a couple others but the reason that most people believe that america is not mentioned in the bible because they miss some very important points okay because the bible does talk about a place in the end of times called mystery babylon and very few people ever acknowledge that I'm going to read something it's a little lengthy it's about 18 verses out of the Bible it comes from the book of Revelation 17 and there came one of the seven angels which I had uh, had the seven vials and talked with me saying unto me come hither I will shew unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a gold cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. And the angel said unto me, "Wherefore didst thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast, that carrieth her, which hath the seven heads and ten horns." Now the 10 horns represent 10 nations, okay? The beast that thou sawest was and is not, and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit. And go into perdition and they that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is and here is the mind which hath wisdom the seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth and there are seven kings five are fallen and one is and the other is not yet come and when he cometh he must continue a short space and the beast that was and is not even he is the eighth and is of the seven and goeth into perdition now don't let these words confuse you pay attention to the details folks and the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet but receive power as kings one hour with the beast these have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast these shall make war with the lamb and the lamb shall overcome them for he is the lord of lords and king of kings and they that are with him are called the chosen and faithful And he saith unto me the waters which thou sawest where the horse sitteth are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues meaning a combination a mixture okay much like Babylon the original Babylon that's why they call it babbling stop babbling because God came down and confused the language for the sin that was being brought upon the earth at that time and so here we have a nation that is full of peoples multitudes and nations and tongues And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. For God hath put it in their hearts to fulfill his will, and to agree, and to give their kingdom unto the beast, until the words of God shall be fulfilled. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. And after these things I saw another angel come down from heaven having great power and the earth was light uh, lightened with his glory and he cried mightily with a strong voice saying Babylon the great is fallen is fallen and has become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird for all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double unto her double according to her works. And the cup which she hath filled, fill to her double. How much she hath glorified herself, and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her, for she saith in her heart, I sit a queen, and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death, and mourning, and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning. That's this nation, folks. Standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise any more. The merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and of pearls and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet, and all thy and wood, and all manner vessels of ivory and all manner vessels of most precious wood, and of brass and iron and marble, and cinnamon and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts, and sheep, and horses and chariots, and slaves and souls of men. And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee, and all things which are dainty and goodly are departed from thee, and thou shalt find them no more at all. The merchants of these things, which were made rich by her, shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment weeping and wailing. This is Mystery Babylon, folks. This is what it says at the end. And the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeters, Shall be heard no more at all in thee and no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee and the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee and the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee for thy merchants were the great men of the earth for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. That is Mystery Babylon, folks. I'm going to read you some of this stuff. Mystery Babylon is, in fact, America. And it says, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot. Plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire. So let's think about this for a second. Number one, America is the exporter of sexual sin. U.S. government invented porn and has controlled it since then. Thirty percent of all internet data transferred is porn worldwide. The largest porn site had 33 billion visits in 2018. Hollywood exports $800 billion. Worth of their godless messages every year. That is more than the entire economy of Sweden and half of Canada's economy. 640,000 plus child porn dealers caught in the US. How many people worldwide have used the internet for this purpose? That number would be horrifying. Number two, all the nations get rich from us. This comes from Revelation 18 7 through 9. We have absolutely been the world's economic superpower the last 70 years. Since 1960, we have been between 22 and 40% of the entire world's economy. And we are only 4% of the world population. We are the financial power of the world. Number three, America is guilty of abortion and persecuting Christians. The word saints in Revelation 17:6 is morally and physically pure and is talking about babies in this verse, 61 million dead in America. 1.6 billion babies murdered in the womb worldwide. From 2008 to 2016, our State Department aided in ISIS growth, killing hundreds of thousands of the oldest Christian communities in the Middle East. Number 4. Culturally Diverse Nation Nations in this verse is actually ethnic groups is what they're referring to We're the most diverse on the planet and have many different languages here as well No one else fits this description as well as America Drug use at home and abroad the word sorcery is actually pharmakia, which is where we get the word pharmacy from This specific sorcery is drug use America has the largest pharmaceutical market, 3.5 times that of number two, and is a huge promoter of alcohol and drug use worldwide, thanks to Hollywood. So Revelations goes on to say in 18.4, I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins and lest you receive her plagues. Real talk, we need to repent and turn to God right away, folks. There is no possible way this whole existence came from a mysterious Big Bang. Like I said, they had to eradicate God, and so they give us the Big Bang Theory. So you can teach the Big Bang Theory, which is an impossibility, where nothing exploded and created everything, okay? This is ridiculous, and we all know it. God created us all for the purpose of relationship with Him, and that is it. For over 15 years, people have studied the books and the details of Mystery Babylon, attempting to pin down who exactly it's referring to. And so when we look at the great harlot, the church is named the Bride of Christ in Scripture. Mystery Babylon is referred to as an unfaithful woman. And we would ask, why is this significant? Because it implies that she started out or had roots in faith in Christ and grew to be unfaithful and filthy. America's founders... And you've seen what I read just from the George Washington letter that what I'm saying is true. America's founders based our laws heavily on scripture and for some time America was considered the light of the world. As one 1941 book in the American Dream noted in regards to America's greatness, not until I went into the churches of America and heard her pulpits flame with righteousness did I understand the secret of her genius and power. America is great because she is good and if America ever ceases to be good. She will cease to be great So how far we have fallen from those days folks? We let these people in Hollywood make us out to be low-life perverts to the whole world and it's embarrassing That any of us ever gave Hollywood a penny of our stinking money They got rich off of destroying us at home and the world abroad But nonetheless, here's the whole story on Mystery Babylon God expects us to live sexually pure and get one wife or husband and stick with them. We all know that that's down the pipe. God hates porn, cheating, and all the stuff that we have been raised to accept. Society has grown cold to these things, folks. We just take it for granted. Well, it exists, and what can I do about it? But the fact of the matter is, turn off the TVs. Turn off these things and walk away. That's why I haven't had a TV for over 10 years. It's why I will never own a TV again. It's why I don't go to movie theaters. It's why I don't partake. When it says come out of her, it means live in this world. We can live in this country, but we don't have to be a part of the vile shit that is going on in this nation, folks, because it is vile. We think about this. We've become a nation of fat masked sheep sitting at a mountain of dead babies run by giant screeching banshee women hose included not just pink-haired nut jobs a total collapse to anarchy would be too kind of punishment for this bullshit that is a fact and we think about it folks i've said this before that god's blessings are about to be removed the bible talks about the restrainer okay First, second thessalonians 2 6 through 8 And you know what is now restraining him, so that he may be revealed at the proper time. Meaning the Antichrist is coming on the stage, folks. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. But the one who now restrains it will continue until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will slay with his breath of his mouth and annihilate by the majesty of his arrival. You look around this world today folks i'm going to read a letter i'm going to read something that my daughter wrote earlier i, w- I was just touched by it because it's so true it, it, and to be able to take what's happening today and put it into words is sometimes quite difficult but she summarized it with a simple visit to the local restaurant here in town and i think it's a beautiful summary and it really synopsizes the evil that has taken place throughout the world and how easy it is to turn human beings against human beings and I think this just sums it up beautifully and she starts out with this and thank you Leanna for writing this because it was touching and I really liked it and it should be a great reminder for all of us but this is what she wrote rant be kind I ordered us breakfast this morning and went to pick it up at noon and she puts in parentheses breakfast is acceptable at all times of the day lol and I agree the parking lot was packed People were standing outside the entrance, crowded in the foyer, and hovering when you first walked in the door. Not one person was smiling. Not one person was kind. They were all inconvenienced, annoyed, hangry, rude. I had a woman shake her head and roll her eyes at me because I had the audacity to walk in past her. Because she had ordered food ahead of time and was just there to pick it up. The poor girl in charge of seating people looked like her ability to handle it all was hanging on by a thread as she apologized repeatedly for not being able to seat anyone right now. People were talking to each other about what is going on and what is taking so long. People were leaving and driving on the sidewalk to go over to McDonald's. When I asked the girl if our food was ready to be picked up, she grabbed the bag from the counter and handed it to me with a smile. I think she was relieved that I wasn't part of the mob, and she told me she thinks everything is in there. I thanked her and made my way home. Everything was not in there, lol. I called and asked if I could come back and pick up the missing items, and the man said absolutely. He'd have it ready in just a couple minutes. When I got back there was a different group of people, all doing the exact same thing. The girl apologized. The man apologized. I told them it was really okay and wished them luck. All I can think about though is how nasty people can be. Everyone is short staffed everywhere. They are literally doing the best they can with the people who are actually willing to work right now. And let me tell you, they are exhausted and do not need your shitty attitudes, unnecessary comments and death stares as if it's magically going to make them seat you faster. If you cannot be a decent human being and show some compassion and understanding, then stay home and cook your own damn food. And to the young girl, you're a badass. End rant. Think about this, folks, okay? This is just a minor inconvenience in the grand scheme of things in this world, okay? Inconvenience is a daily thing. I was yelling at my grandson the other day. He was getting all pissy. I was helping my son Jacob lay out the lines on his pole barn to get it squared up so he can start digging holes and set the post my grandson was off to the side (coughs) who had scolded several times for taking too long to bring us hammers and screws you got to train them when they're young and he's over there and he's starting to get really frustrated getting all pissy and throwing his hammer because the bugs were landing on him okay so i called him over and set him in a chair and made him look at me and i told him does all your pissing and moaning make things any better to which he said no because the bugs were still landing on him even though he had a pissy attitude the bugs in 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 getting mad the bugs were still landing on him we all have our moments we know we're all surrounded by stupid inconsiderate people that think that the entire world evolves around them but looking at this looking what my daughter wrote looking at the world around us folks looking at the masked versus unmasked looking at the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated which is going to be a much bigger deal than it is right now i promise you okay we're getting to a point folks we're getting to that point like nazi germany where they're going to keep following this down that trail until they're kneeling people at the edge of a ditch putting a bullet in the back of their head and that's not hyperbole folks okay that is truthfully factually where we are headed as a nation look at pol pot look what he did look at what adolf hitler did look at what so many governments and rulers have done throughout history and do you think that evil is any less today than it was then at least there was some semblance of religion and morality in the world back then including nazi germany okay but let's make something perfectly clear adolf hitler was able to disarm people and help them to relax into their own destruction by pacifying them with bullshit okay there's a preacher out there i'm not going to mention a church or names but he couldn't freaking be happier when he posted on his facebook page that he had got the jab he had got the jab and he was elated that him and his wife had got the jab okay now here's a man that supposedly has studied his bible yet is absolutely ignorant to the truth and reality of what is taking place today okay And so now, as he continues on his Facebook page, as a supposed preacher in a supposed church, he can't get on there fast enough to post all of the different people in his church that are getting vaccinated. Oh, we now have 34 people that have been vaccinated, or whatever the number is. This is absolute lunacy. Here is a man that stood at a pulpit and preached and doesn't have a clue about what is going on in the world today. This is exactly how Hitler stormed Germany and most of Europe, okay? Because the churches, even then, were complacent and apathetic. I've said this many times and I'll say it again. I don't know what it is that compels people to continually preach our Heavenly Father's word as though those those prophecies of imminent destruction for those that do not follow the teachings of christ that do not follow the teachings of yahweh okay imminent destruction and they always teach it if they preach about it at all they talk as though it's always meant for some distant generation far 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 into the future but certainly not for this generation and i find that absolutely despicable Half of that reason is, as I've I've harped on many times, is because they're they're all into this pre-trib rapture crap. That is one of the worst, blasphemous, stinking teachings coming out of a church. It is absolutely pathetic. That somebody could claim that they've studied the word of our Heavenly Father and yet still preach pre-trib rapture because that gives these supposed Christians in these supposed churches being led by supposed preachers an easy out. Well, I'm going to go to church twice on Sunday, once on Wednesday, and I'm going to be a complete heathen the rest of the week, okay? But hey, I don't have to worry about the collapse of the, uh, of the world. I don't have to worry about the collapse of the United States, okay? I don't have to be a part of it. I don't have to worry about it because you know what? Jesus is going to come back and he's just going to whisk us away. We're all going to be happy and frolic in the clouds with the angels, i went to church twice on sunday and once on wednesday i read it in the schofield study bible so therefore it's true this is the nonsense folks absolute nonsense and this is what's led to exactly where we're at because there are a lot of religions out there that won't even engage in politics okay won't even engage in politics what do they think yahushua was doing okay what did they think he was doing back in his day? It was all political. It was all political. There's a verse, let me see if I can read this. Always talking to the Pharisees. And this kind of applies to what's going on in the world today. It's found in Luke 11:38 through 41, but the Pharisee was surprised when he noticed that Jesus did not first wash before the meal. Then the Lord said to him, Now then, you Pharisees, clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness, you foolish people. Did not the one who made the outside make the inside also? But now as for what is inside you, be generous to the poor and everything will be clean for you. Pretty simple, isn't it? Just like my daughter's little rant. Be nice. Be nice. Like I've said, be the light. Look around, folks. Look around people are so relieved to see somebody that has joy in their life look around this world you see anything to give you joy in this world look around I know I get on here and I talk about things that for the most part would probably be depressing but it's not depressing to me it is exciting to see The word of our Heavenly Father play out right before my very eyes. We are living in biblical times, and I find it exciting. Am I looking to the horrors that are going to be be inflicted upon humanity? Absolutely not. But look around, folks. Look at the suicide. Look at the death. Look at the, the catastrophes that are befalling nations all around the world. Look around. This is no mystery in how a preacher could get on a Facebook page, brag about having taken the jab, and then brag every time he counts another person under his tutelage, in his congregation, bragging that they got one too because of his piss-poor, stinking leadership. That man should be thrown from the church, or the congregation wipe the dust of that church from their feet and never look back. It is pathetic. And churches are filled with preachers like this around the country. It's been a long time since there was any accountability for calling yourself a Christian. And I use that term loosely because it's been bastardized so bad over the years. But you look at this stuff, folks. You look at what's taking place and these people are walking around with blinders on I'm going to pull up something else here there's a quote by C.S. Lewis and I think it really applies to what's taking place in the world today and he was quoted as saying this of all the tyrannies a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive it would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies the robber barons cruelty may sometimes sleep his cupidity may at some point be satiated but those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end for they do so with the approval of their own conscience that is exactly what is taking place today folks these people sit there acting as though this tyranny that they're inflicting upon this nation and most other nations around the world they look as at this as though they're doing good that they're they're looking out for the well-being of everybody and so they do this with the approval of their own conscience self-justified And it is, in fact, the most oppressive. We look at what's taking place. I go into the gas stations lately, and it's still continuing. Like I said, I know what the mintages are. I am uh, a numismatist. I collect coins. I follow the mintages of coins closely, all coins, because they're rarity, okay? Is what dictates their value and so i pay close attention to how many coins are minted of what and you try and buy some of even if they have no silver or gold content the rarity of a coin sometimes can uh, can set its value and so i pay close attention to this and so i believe truly that we're entering into what i believe the advent of the beast system we've had this technology and never before in history has all prophecy been capable of being fulfilled we are the first true generation in existence to see the ability of all prophecy to be easily fulfilled the machine is built it's sitting there idling waiting for that one individual to come on the global stage and turn that key and fire up the machine and then it's too late for everybody but i go to these gas stations and these stores and i notice that a lot of them have signs out that they are out of quarters because their banking financial institutions will not give them any more than $200 in change. Some banks will only give you two rolls. I've talked about this before. But they've been trying to roll out this cashless implant for years now. And we can finally see the whole plan. They will roll the chip out through the guise of medical safety vaccines. And now people talk about chips. Now what they've forgotten is that there is such a thing as nanotechnology. Look it up. And I'm sure a lot of you are already familiar with this look up nanotechnology and see what its capabilities and potential are to inflict control upon this world they're already that no man should buy or sell lest he have the mark of the beast in his right hand or in his forehead the lucifer race in these in these uh jabs illuminate okay with black light okay hence Luce, uh, lucifer race which means bearer of light okay but they're going to roll out the chip Through the guise of medical safety vaccines when they create a panic and trigger the urgency instinct which makes people accept things that they wouldn't normally accept through just a pandemic it is as clear as day and i don't know how anybody has missed this including preachers in addition to the man who brings it forward will do so ultimately as the antichrist the mahdi the al-mahdi which is the muslim version of our the return of our savior okay Will desire to bring a new islamic caliphate coalition of 10 nations remember the 10 horns i read about in the fall of mystery babylon this is it folks and this is where we are at it's my understanding that iran is going to have nuclear capability within the next two weeks their objective is to wipe israel off the face of the earth we're entering into some serious biblical times and we need to pay attention we're the only generation that can finally see the whole plan come together and what a time to live in folks if you don't truly know Yahushua as your Savior if you have not been born again which is what we are called to be born again and to repent which is to turn away from the sins of the world none of us are perfect hence the blood of our Savior It's time now, folks. I'm going to read something else to you. Matter of fact, I'm going to pull this up on the screen so you can see it that this isn't just bullshit. Okay? I want you to see this. I'm going to pull this up. This was shared with me from Brother Wagner. And I hope you all can see that. I'm going to expand it a little more. I want to make sure you can see it all. Okay. This page is called Hours. Okay? anonymous unvaccinated recording system i'm going to read through this appeals court upholds indiana university's vaccine mandate okay we're going to go back to home so you can see that the courts are in on this too okay they're suspending our constitution They're suspending all law, thanks to these executive orders that I read in the last live feed. If you don't remember them, go back and watch it again. But this is what it is. AURS, ours, anonymous unvaccinated reporting system. Welcome to the future it begins with. Earn extra cash. Report unvaccinated family, friends, and neighbors anonymously online. Every name you submit gives you a chance to win $2,500 in our monthly sweepstakes. They've got a green button underneath that I hope you can see that says file a report. The Hours is a non-government agency. Names provided will be submitted to local county health authorities. Find out more about our team in the About section. This is real, folks. Okay. Let's go to the news let's see what that says category news appeals court upholds Indiana University's vaccine mandate this goes against everything that has to do with humanity morality and religion a federal appeals court ruled Monday that Indiana University can proceed with its plan to require students and employees to get the jab for the you-know-what in what is the highest court decision regarding college immunization mandates. The Chicago-based appeals court, can't imagine that, upheld an Indiana district court judge's ruling that found that the university was acting reasonably. Nursing home advocates shift stance on mandatory COVID jabs for staff. ABC News, as the Delta variant continues to drive the latest YA surge, many long-term care providers and advocates are calling for mandatory jabs for staff members. Stark change in tone from earlier in the yeah you know what I have come full circle said Michael Wasserman a member of California's uh, jab advisory committee this is where we're heading folks outrage after court deputies forced to get the jab ahead of enforcing evictions I have a news thing here 160 San Francisco sheriff's deputies threatened to resign due to the mandatory jab vaccine yep You heard it. A bunch of them have already taken it. So once these people take it, do you think they're going to have any mercy or understanding on you when you decide not to? This is what you're going to be up against. This is the mentality of people just standing outside, being inconvenienced, not being seated fast enough, in a world that's tipped upside down with more lazy sons of bitches than there are people with any type of freaking ambition. Okay, And now people are going to get pissy about it when they're probably part of the fucking problem most if not all where's the decency of humanity anymore this is just one out of many of these articles i could sit here and read these all night about how many people are going to quit i want to point something out folks i don't know if i've ever read this before but there's a story out there and it's a true story it's called prison walls built with clay and paper And i think it's very fitting for the times we're living in today needy miners and settlers in british columbia were stripping fort alcan of lumber electrical appliances and plumbing when they made an amazing discovery while dismantling the jail they found that the mighty locks were attached to the heavy doors and two-inch steel bars covered the windows but the walls of the prison were only wallboard made of clay and paper Painted to look like iron. A good heave against the wall by a man would have burst the wall out. Nobody had tried because nobody thought it was possible. Many Christians are prisoners of fears that are nothing when pushed against folks. Satan can do anything. He cannot do anything against the Son of God. But he loves to put barriers of papier-mâché in the path of a believer to make him think he has stopped. We need to pay attention to this, folks, because we are completely surrounded by walls built of clay and paper. Our entire world and reality that we're facing today is built of clay and paper. We have the authority vested in us by our Savior who sacrificed His life for the sins of everyone. It's amazing to me That people refuse to accept the greatest gift ever given. We're living in biblical times, folks. We talk about all the different possibilities of what could lead to the collapse of this once great nation. And I know I've pointed this out before, but I'm going to point it out again because I want you to understand with absolutely no doubt or reservation of what is going to take place in this nation. We're going into an economic collapse. This is just one of many things that is going to lead to the demise of this nation. You look at how people are just waiting to be sat down in a restaurant so they can eat. Think about what it's going to be like when their money is freaking worthless and food is scarce, if existent at all. And think about what is going to happen to these people. Those that don't commit suicide, are there are those that are going to pick up guns, there is nothing that people will not do. I've been watching this series called Alone. I don't own a TV, so I don't see these things. And so I'm, I bought an entire season of episodes. It was like 19 bucks to get this because I wanted to watch it. I would never watched it. I saw uh, something about it, and I thought, well, that looks kind of interesting. And so I started watching this. Now, these are highly skilled survivalists highly skilled not just anybody are they going to take out and drop off in the middle of freaking nowhere on the side of this lake in late summer and it's like a 90 day or 100 day challenge okay and so these people they get 10 items you get to pick any 10 items you want i'm sure some of you are familiar with this show it was unbeknownst to me i like i said don't have a television and so they take these people by boat out in the middle of nowhere drop them off on a beach with their 10 items and that's where they live until the other nine people quit the last one standing wins and as i watch these people drop out of this now mind you like i said these people are all highly skilled survivalists from different various different areas of survival okay some are very skilled in some areas but all are very skilled men and women the one thing that has brought every one of these people down the one thing that has brought these people to their knees that in any other circumstance would excel is food because once their energy starts to diminish then their mind starts to diminish and then when the mind starts to diminish their ability to continue to procure food continually diminishes and it is the inevitable unraveling of their entire plan they've got this plan they're going out there they've got their 10 items they've thought this through they get dropped off they're all fired up i'm going to do this and then they cannot procure food and they crumble so when i talk to you about these things folks when i tell you to put away food look at these people in the in the entranceway of that restaurant look at the people on this show called alone look at these things folks look around look at what happened when they thought there was a toilet paper shortage look at what happened when hurricane katrina came around we have all of these things to look at and use as benchmarks folks to help us fully understand and grasp the levity of the situation we found ourselves in at this particular moment in history it is imperative that you people understand and take seriously that something diabolically evil is taking place in america as we speak they are not resting they are unyielding and they are going to fulfill their agenda nobody is coming to save us folks nobody is coming to save us i am going to tell you that a thousand freaking times donald trump is not going to fucking save us nobody is coming to save us the only thing that is going to save us is the second coming of our savior That is what's going to save us. That is where we are at in history. That is the reality of the world we are living in now. You can either grasp that truth and reality, or you can choose to ignore it. My job, or anybody else's job, that has strong faith is not to convince anybody of anything. It is to simply share the truth, and it is up to the recipient to do with it what they choose. Wad it up, throw it in the trash, or embed it in your heart, and utilize it to become a better person, to build a relationship with our savior and do what's right and walk away from the fear the angst and the anxiety and nervousness that the rest of the world is enduring that one verse always comes to mind but I would not have you to be ignorant brethren concerning them which are asleep and, and it is a great verse folks that we're not going to endure the sadness and the sense of loss, there's so many other people that do not know Yahushua as their Savior. I cannot stress this enough, folks. You can be as prepared as you want, and if you are spiritually unfit, you will be mentally unfit. And if you are mentally unfit, you are doomed, and I don't care what you have stockpiled. I don't care how many guns you have, I don't care how much ammunition you have, I don't care how much food you have, you are going to crack and you are going to crumble. When we look at the financial collapse that is imminent in this nation, I want to point out some things. I'm going to do a little math, and then we're going to wrap this up. But in 1933, gold was sold at $20.67 per ounce. Silver was at $0.25 per ounce. In 1971, when we were taken off the gold standard by Richard Milhouse Nixon, gold was selling at $35 an ounce. So from 1933 to 1971, there was a small incremental change in that. So gold was worth $35 per ounce, and silver was worth $1.54 per ounce in 1971. Silver had risen from $0.25 per ounce, while gold remained at $35 per ounce, because, if anybody remembers, gold was illegal to own until 1974, It was legalized for ownership again by uh, uh, President Gerald Ford while it was still legal to own silver and so people bought it and so the price went up now today in 2021 the gold spot price is $1,800 an ounce so from 1971 to 2021 that's how much gold has risen from $35 an ounce to $1,800 an ounce but you're not going to buy gold for $1,800 an ounce you're going to pay about $2,100 an ounce because the demand outweighs the supply and silver right now spot price is at about $25 per ounce but sells at about $40 an ounce again it is a supply and demand ratio now as gold and silver have gone up Equally, the value of the dollar has gone down, and that's why I tell you now, and I've said it before, the value of both gold and silver have not gone up at all. Their values have remained the same. The value of gold and silver is no different today than it was in 1933. However, the value of the dollar has diminished to such a degree that it takes over $2,000 to buy an ounce of gold, it takes $40 to buy an ounce of silver that is how diminished our currency has become so when i say that the value of a dollar today is 1.5 cents that's probably a stretch it's probably worth even less than that and they are going to continue to subsidize the lives of the cloward piven strategy the weight of the poor the crisis strategy which is why we have open borders which is why they want to give everybody checks which is why they want to suspend anybody having to pay rent because they are going to collapse this nation, folks, and we are all going to be in the midst of it. I cannot stress this enough, folks. You better double down. You better get very freaking serious about what it is that you're doing to perpetuate life when this shit hits the fan. Now, it's been told me several times by trustworthy people That they're expecting something fairly substantial on or close to the 11th of this month and I'm sure other people have heard that as well I don't like dates but I will say this you can feel it in the air you know something is coming when they're practicing landing military aircraft on civilian highways we've got issues folks that has never happened before It means something. What that is, I'm not going to predict. All I can say is this, folks. That something is coming. And you better be ready. We look at prayer as a last resort. When in fact it should be the first thing that we go to. That old song, take it to the Lord in prayer. Take it all to our Savior in prayer i'm going to ask everybody to hold up several people in prayer the hayes family kayla and eric i'm asking that you hold them up in prayer tim Lanigan. if you remember the story i told you about the gentleman that approached me in the grocery store parking lot and asked me if i was a prepper to which i replied yes i was he is sick and in the hospital right now for reasons that are i think very uh Known to everybody, um, we know what's going on with this pandemic. He, of course, has it. Uh, his wife had had it. She is back at home and doing fine. He probably has another week in the hospital. I would ask that you hold Tim Lanigan and his wife up in prayer. And the Jenkins family, and and Troy, um, as they go through their battle. Um, Let's hold these folks up in prayer everybody don't be afraid to put your hand on that computer over your friends list and pray for these people pray for all of us because we're going to need it we are in biblical times we are heading for some very very difficult times the powers that be have absolutely no sympathy for us they would have it that we were dead folks castrated and dead i don't know about you but i'm not going to be one of those sad sons of bitches you see in those pictures of the jewish holocaust where they got him knelt at the edge of a stinking ditch with a pistol to the back of some poor son of a bitch's head that's not going to be me and i pray it's not going to be you but i assure you those times are ahead love you guys i'm going to look back at the comments real quick make sure i didn't miss anybody some things get kind of juicy don't want to miss anybody i'm going to shrink this back down to size and there we go let's go in and see if we can find any good comments i know there's always some sickening yeah court of justice yeah our founders also did not want men in our country to lead if they were roman catholic because their highest and first allegiance was to the pope yep absolutely the vicar you're absolutely right jeff and welcome to the group glad to have you yep homeschooling is the only way now folks take this stuff serious i'm telling you right now this is no time to be affable this is no time to render the benefit of the doubt to anything or anybody this is time to react this is a time of action this is the time you take everything you know everything you've learned to be true and put it to application government is sending farmers letters that say destroy your your crops and the government will reimburse you for it absolutely with worthless meaningless money that is going to be worth nothing and they do want to control food remember that's how they got the indians that killed off all the buffalo they've done it time and time again throughout history yeah it's freedom that feels good you're doggone right debbie and i will die free i promise you woodstock as david crosby said that woodstock and the music then or to erupt an anti-police state. Go figure, Illuminati music morons. Yep, I agree. Wholeheartedly. They're offering them three times what the crop is worth. Yep, we've talked about that. Were you able to watch some of the vids I sent? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You guys are sending some great videos. Yep, and we are the Babylon. We are, in fact mystery babylon the great folks that is a fact and our fall will be great and it will be witnessed by all nations matter of fact most of them probably want us dead anyway come out of her christians absolutely jeff if you're born again you don't belong to the roman church that's right i got a roman catholic uh customer and i've started to witness to her about the pitfalls of catholicism Like pharmakia. They did not repent of their pharmakia. That's right. Absolutely, Jeff. Great stuff, buddy. Need to do what Alberta, Canada has done. These douchebags think it's bad now. let them hang in here for a few more months. Yeah. I think by the end of October, November, folks, we're going to be looking at a completely different world. Canada. Thanks for sharing that, Jeff. What Larry said, watch uh, when Jeff is done. Yeah, watch this uh, on rumble.com. You guys, he put a link in here. Um, if they're recommending it, I highly recommend it. These guys have been sending me some really good stuff. Most preachers don't want scriptures at all. They now, uh, yeah, a few passages have proved their worldly bullshit. Disney sports, uh, yeah, unscriptural world events, total shit. Brother Dave, you couldn't be more correct. That's why I have not graced the stinking doorway or threshold of a church for a long time. Yep. Yep, John Nelson Darby grabbed that pre-trib and Schofield took it up. Yep, absolutely. Sent it out to Oxford University Press and started handing it out at all of the uh, Bible seminaries and all the young preacher boys. And now they're just spewing that poison to the world. Pharisees love their traditions just like the churches love Christmas Easter and let's not forget trunk or treat. Yeah, absolutely Dave. Good stuff, man. Anyone that's not Catholic says they're Christian. Anyone that's not Catholic says they're Christian. Yeah. Catholics nowadays say they are Christian. At least the old timers knew there was a difference. Absolutely. You're right, Jeff. They did and they, they don't anymore. They've blurred that line. Now we have what is it? Um, forget the chryslam yeah chryslam and I, I talked about that on a previous live feed as well chryslam is a big deal look it up if you're not familiar with chryslam you guys because it's a big deal well meaning catholics have no idea how yeah i know praising yep they don't they're they're clueless but that goes for a lot of christians sitting in baptist churches and presbyterian churches and lutheran churches and jehovah's witness seventh day Adventists, venice and, and the list just goes on and on i don't know that anybody really pays much attention to the actual word anymore. These Bibles have all been so bastardized. Well, before you lock and load, Brother David Gwillin, get down on your knees and pray, and I know you do, because that's gonna do us a lot more good than guns and bullets. Brother, the same thing last week, it's almost like an awakening. It is, John, I absolutely agree, and I'm glad you're here tonight. For Yahweh, we show a true believer in Kokascary fellowship with, yep. Which is always good. Like I said, gather together to yourselves, folks, like-minded individuals with a diversified set of talents, because you're going to need them. you the largest Air Force base in the world. Yep, I know. Absolutely. Yep. Norfolk has fallen. Yeah. We're we're in we're in a very very precarious predicament. Yeah. Hey, folks. Something else I want to point out that Rachel is also it's Nailgun Junior and Seniors. It's Nailgun Junior's sister, Nailgun Senior's daughter. Has been in the hospital for three days and please send up prayers for her as well please and folks don't just say you're gonna pray pray make yourself a prayer list and do this earnestly folks don't be afraid to get down on your knees and humble yourself and raise your hands to our Heavenly Father and, and pray in all earnestness please we need it more now than ever before in history perhaps God bless everyone in prayers absolutely head-on so folks Thank you again for being here. I love all of you. I mean it, and I deeply, deeply appreciate your participation in these live feeds. Brother Steve, all right, you're here. Hi, Andrea, Marilyn, Michael, Stuart. Glad glad you all made it. I really am. I pray our Heavenly Father blesses each and every one of you. I pray that he comforts you in this time of absolute insanity. Give us the gift of discernment, Heavenly Father, that we would know the truth from the lies. Help us to share that truth boldly with others open their ears open their eyes open their hearts that they will be receptive to these messages of truth folks go out boldly and be that light smile and be happy because we have a promise unlike any other promise in existence again i love you guys i pray our heavenly father blesses each and every one of you i appreciate you being here have a great night a great week be safe out there and be the light we'll see you next week